I just finished uh, an appointment with a client and at the very end of it, we started talking about what is basically imposter syndrome for a better or worse term. And so I kind of want to get into that today because I think so many people are feeling this imposter syndrome when they take on a new challenge. So stay with me and let's get into this. Hello, everyone. This is Meredith with a Y, and I am your host, Meredith Willits. Today, we are going to go deep, changing lives, and I am giving you the keys to the castle. Okay, so what is imposter syndrome? Where did we get this term? What does it mean, and how does it manifest? So, It's basically where you're taking on something, when you're taking on a role or an activity or a challenge, and you feel like you're faking it, that you have no business doing it, that you're not inclined to be successful at it, you don't have the experience necessary, whatever it is, you feel as if you are putting yourself in a role or a position that is basically, you're not worthy of it. And so as we were talking about a situation where when she walks into a room with colleagues and she's high up in her company, she gets this shutting down, if you will. She feels like she doesn't deserve it, that people are staring at her, that she doesn't feel worthy. And this, of course, gets inside of her head. And so as we were talking about it, it was starting to unfold to me that the reason that this happens is not necessarily that she doesn't deserve this person. You don't deserve to be in the role or the challenge or the experience that you are experiencing, but it's more so that you're believing your own bullshit. And this is a very weird thing that I'm about to say, and it's very like layered. So I need you guys to stay with me here. Okay. So we are humans but we are primarily spirits that are having a human experience. So anything outside of the experience or expression of love is going to feel a little forced or fake or challenging because it is not truly who you are as a person. It is not truly who you are as a spirit. So let me explain. Even if you're like, let's say a mom, or you're a teacher or a nurse or a doctor, because of the fact that you are operating inside of the matrix and you are an avatar in this experience that we call earth, all of those things are going to somehow feel foreign. And then you say, but what about doctors who have like God complexes or whatever, or people that have super inflated egos? Well, what you're not seeing is the the other side of that. We can only see that they appear to have a God complex. They appear to be an alpha personality. They appear that they have everything under control. But the problem is, is that when you believe your own bullshit, that you are something outside of a spirit or outside of love, just that, just love as an expression, just a spiritual expression living in an avatar on the planet in a matrix, it's not true. None of it's true. You might be going through the motions of those things, but it doesn't make it any more true. And so to level this even more, the reason that you 
have this this complex, no matter how great the challenge, no matter how much you're pushing yourself, the problem is, is that you, in essence, are deciding to lean into a facade, no matter how natural, like say, again, being a mom, you are still leaning into a facade. And so when we then start to add layers to that facade of, I am of great importance, I am in charge, I am a leader, I am cutting edge, whatever it is, you know, whatever, whatever your thing is, I'm the most important, I'm the best writer, I'm the best musician. You know, this is when people say, remember where you came from. And I think it goes layered before even being born, because it's all a facade. It's all a facade. So even when it seems like a natural occurrence, we still have imposter syndrome because we are posing. And this this is when you see someone that has this cognitive dissonance of, I feel like I don't belong. And so what I would say to you is, is that very same energy that is talking about, I am these things, which is a lie, is then also the opposite and equal push in your ego, in your spirit, in your everything that says, no, you're not. So when we believe our own bullshit and when we use the outside world to gauge who we are on this planet, we have the opposite and equal pushback that says, no, you're not. I find that fascinating. And I've never seen it before today. I always imagined that imposter syndrome was not fully developing uh, the rationale and belief and acceptance of goodness. But what I'm seeing is now is that it's actually the false sense of reality that any of it is real. And so you have pushback. You have immediate pushback or in the God complex alpha um, inflated ego situation, what we see, I would venture to guess that, that that individual is experiencing such great pushback and such low self-esteem and lack of self-worth that you see the inflated version of ownership of the outside world's definition of who they are. Fascinating. Fascinating. I've learned this in my own right, not truly recognizing what I was learning, to be perfectly honest with you, through social media. So at this point, the Instagram and my Facebook account has completely exploded over the last uh, over the last week and a half or so. It's mind-blowing, to be honest with you. I started on Instagram before I started posting about our island house at around 11,000 followers. And at this time of this recording, I'm at 82,300 on Instagram. So on Facebook, my following went from 2,000 people, which it's been at for like, I don't know, almost a decade, to 62,000 as of this recording. So 60,000 more people. And I cannot begin to tell you how difficult it is to grow Facebook and Instagram. It's literally a different animal than TikTok. TikTok, I'm at 599,500. So I'm almost at that 600,000 mark. And TikTok is way easier to go viral. It's just, it's just the way that the, the way that each platform, you know, grows and, and shares, et cetera. 
So it's been a whirlwind the last two weeks watching the influx of new quote unquote followers and comments and negativity. And I kind of referenced that this last podcast that I did. And so as I'm basically watching myself and and what I talk about now reaching over 700,000 people, when I post something in the last 30 days, it says I've reached over 2 million people just on Instagram alone, which is mind blowing. Okay. It's like, I get it. I get that it's bizarre. I get that it's what it is, but at the core of it, since kind of the beginning of my growth on TikTok, and listen, let's be clear. I know none of this matters, but it's always about the journey. And so I'm talking about the journey here. In the beginning, I would be flattered and be like, oh, wow, this person thinks I'm beautiful. And oh, they're talking about my skin and my this and my hair and my this and what. And I kind of got sucked in. And then I went, whoa, 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 stop the clock. Like, what are you even talking about here? Because if I take in what the world perceives of me as being good, then I would be forced by way of ego to then also accept the negative. And I I talked about this, that I do the same thing with appointment. When I have a really great appointment, I'm very aware that it is not by proxy of me, that it is a higher force, if you will. And the same goes to if something comes through that I'm either interpreting wrong or I'm wrong about. And so I really take myself out of the equation. And I know that sounds crazy because literally everything I do, I look at as an extension of me, but at the same time, recognize that it is not who I am. Just like my past does not define me, it is just things that I've gone through and accumulated over time to make me who I am today, but they do not define me any more than comments or followers or likes or negativity. I had some guy tell me not to get in the boat, tubby tubby. And I just, I'm like, this is, I mean, the amount of negativity of some people is baffling, but I know it's not about me. That's the thing. None of this is about me. People are finding things that I'm saying that resonates with them because it's about them, their experience, their past, what they're going through, what lives inside of them. This is not a Meredith thing. And so I don't have imposter syndrome. I don't have the cognitive dissonance between feeling like I am allowed the goodness or the blessings or the whatever the hell with regard to my business, my career, my kids. My kids are not an extension of who I am. Their failures, their successes, their athleticism. Okay, that might be my side. Just kidding. None of that is me. My husband is not me. I don't take accountability for what he does or doesn't do. God, what freedom. What freedom lives in all that I'm talking about. And it's when you look around the world and you look at criticism or or even kindness or successes or failures or lack or extensive wealth, whatever it is, if you buy into the bullshit that any of that is you, the opposite and equal must happen. There will be the dissonance. There will be the imposter syndrome because it's all a lie. 
But you say to me, but Meredith, I'm a really good nurse. I really value myself in my teaching. I really value my abilities in being a lawyer. And I say to you, well, what happens when all of that is gone? Who are you then? How will you find your value? Because if you find your value in things outside of yourself and they disappear, then what? Where do we go from there? I'm not sure. I'd say to silo yourself. I'd say lean into all the things that you're currently defining yourself as and peel that back and find the real you, the true you that's in there, that's always been in there, that always will be in there, the omnipotent you, the undying you, the infinite you that is true, that is not this avatar. That is true awakening. That is true freedom. I can feel that you just felt that. I can feel it. You just got it. And what a blessing that is to be able to be in this avatar, be in this world, but not necessarily be of this world. To be experiencing the beauty of this planet, the beauty of this life, but not be attached to it at the same time. You can't help but have imposter syndrome if you don't peel it back. So you can do all the great things. I used to think when I first started TikTok and, you know, 40-some-year-old woman, you know, pushing 50, I don't dance on TikTok. I'm just going to sit there and talk. I really don't know how to do any of it. I'm, not, you know, whatever, right? And I remember thinking back when I first started, you know, I had, I think, 300 followers. And I thought to myself, there's a billion people on this app. There's a billion people. And if you're not into TikTok, just stay with me because it's not about TikTok. And I remember thinking, well, geez, there's people on here that really aren't doing anything, but somehow they're resonating with someone, right? 20 million someones or 5 million someones or a thousand someones. And so I said to myself, why not me? Why not me? Why not me? And as I walked through the aisles of the bookstore yesterday, and I looked at all these self-help books, some of which barely had anything in them, literally, more like journals, I said to myself, why not me on that shelf? There's no reason. Why not me? Why not me be a bestseller? Why not me? There's billions of people on this planet. Why not me? Why not you? There's no reason. And so if I say to myself, I want to be a best-selling author, or I want to create this huge following and create a sense of community, why not me? Why not you? I want to be an artist. I just started an art project today. It came to me in my dreams two nights ago to start this art art form that I'm going to be doing with energy. And so I started that project today. Why not me? Why can't I sell that painting for $10,000? People out there aren't any better than I am at things. They might be better at their specific craft. But when you start recognizing your expansiveness, your limitlessness, when you stop defining yourself by society or people or judgment or having a degree 
or how much money you have or who you were born into, the family you were born into, you start saying to yourself, why not me? There are no parameters around your expansive abilities. I always notice this when I watch television and movies, especially movies. And I remember thinking, you know, at one time I wanted, you know, every I, I feel like any, everybody wants to be an actress, right? They make a shit ton of money and they get to act, right? Not that it's easy. I'm just saying it looks fun. And I would watch movies and, you know, you think, well, God, I have to be thin. I have to be beautiful. I have to be young. I have to be all of these things. But when you go and watch movies, there's literally an ass for every seat. Let's be clear. Tall, short, heavy, skinny, old, young, attractive, unattractive, downright frightening. Like there's every single person in the movies and television shows. There is no clear cut who is going to be an actress or an actor. There's there's no parameters. And all of those people, I promise you, they said, why not me? They need this person in a role eventually. They didn't succumb to society's view of who they are or the judgment from their classmates or friends or family and say, well, you're not, you're not, you know, six foot and 130 pounds with long blonde hair. No, they didn't say that. They're like, they need this. They need what I look like. They need my abilities. And that just goes to understanding that the world cannot define you. And if you let it, you're going to be held back every single time. Every single time. I find really um, apparent when I talk to like physicians or lawyers or physician assistants or people that have gone to school for a really long time to get the career that they have and then they get the career that they have and they hate it but then they're stuck in it because they have, you know, quarter of a million dollars in debt and they did what they did and got what they got based on society's views of the definition of what success is. And now that they've attained it, they don't want it anymore. You see this in marriages, people that, you know, really just want to get married. You can see it. The relationship is a disaster, but you know, they just want to get married. And then as soon as that paper is signed and the wedding is over, now they just have the relationship and it's like, shit, I don't, I don't want to be here. How many issues and problems could be, you know, negated if we stop looking around to figure out who it is and what we want to do? I have a very good friend, Letha Jay. She's a life coach and manifestation guru, to be perfectly honest. She wrote a best-selling book about manifestation. And she went to, I think it was her third year of medical school to be a doctor. Both of her sisters are very successful physicians in the United States. And so she was going to go to med medical school and be that person. And she got to the third year of uh, medical school and looked in the mirror and said, I don't want to do this. I mean, now that takes balls. That takes a deep knowing of who you are and what you want and recognizing it and honoring it. And I don't think that many of us do this. I look at so many people, you know, especially if you look at the Midwest of, you know, these young kids getting married so incredibly young and not even experiencing travel or education or 
finding out who they are, but they're following, well, they're looking left and they look right and all their friends are married and this one's getting ready to have a kid. And, you know, that one's doing that. And they, they just go along with the grain. They go along with the flow in society. Never thinking, well, well, I've never done that. I remember my husband tells me a story. He was in his thirties and grew up in Iowa and he was at some sort of something where there was a bunch of people and they're like, so you married? No. You have kids? No. Oh. You know, and you wonder if that, oh, is, oh, you must be gay. Oh, there's something wrong with you. How how could you not be married and be a successful man in your 30s and not be married or engaged or have kids or divorced or any of that? There's something wrong with you. And we see this with older women. We see this with older people. If you've not been married or engaged or have kids by the age of 40, there's something wrong with you. If you want to go live in a van down by the river, there must be something wrong with you. And that's because we use the outside world to judge what happiness is, what success looks like. And all of it is bullshit. All of it is a lie. Sure, you want to be able to take care of yourself. Of course, you have to take care of yourself and maintain some sort of living situation so that you have food and shelter. But what we have deemed as success, what we have deemed as you will be happy when, go back to episode one. I tell everybody, start with episode one of this podcast. Happiness cannot be found outside of yourself. Can't. Go back to episode one. And start recognizing that you will always have imposter syndrome. You will always have a rough go if you are looking for happiness, your self-worth, your self-esteem, and your self-big S outside of you. Because that can only be found from within. It can only be found inside of you. Everything else is going to cause shame and guilt and resentment, abandonment, betrayal. All those things come from looking outside and believing your own bullshit. Believing the bullshit that is society and believing the bullshit of happiness and success. It can't be found outside of you because it doesn't exist. It's not real. It's vapid. It's a mirage. And anytime you lean into it, sure, don't get me wrong. Can things make you happy? Yeah, I just bought this amazing property and I'm having fun with it. But if a tidal wave comes over tomorrow and knocks it all to the ground, it's not going to affect me because I check myself. I check myself and say, What is your attachment to who you are and what that is and how it defines me? And I say, it doesn't. It is not who I am. If I wake up tomorrow and I am somehow no longer psychic, if I'm unable to use that part of my brain or body or however it comes into me, who am I? Who am I? How do I define myself? Same way I did the day before. Just me. Just keeping on, keeping on. Turn the page, turn the steering wheel, go a different direction. There must be a reason for it. The good in your life, the bad in your life is not you. 
Your story is not you. Your trauma is not you. The abuse you endured, the rape that you went through, the murder trial that you had to endure for a family loved one, none of it is who you are, good or bad. And for those of you out there who are the murderer, who are the pedophile, who are the bad guy, it's not you either. And I think that because we define ourselves so much in our past, we have a very difficult time getting out of it. I reached out to a person who did a a duet with my TikTok and I said, sending you all the love because he had a tattoo that because I called out what that meaning was to the placement of it. I have a, a whole like playlist about tattoo placement. And he said, don't, he said, don't send me love. I'll just turn it to evil. He's defining himself as from his past. He has imposter syndrome of being a good person. He can't see it. He believes his own bullshit. He believes he is evil and can't get out of his own way. And I think so often we beat ourselves up for our past, for our indiscretions, for for our bad behaviors as humans, and it keeps us trapped inside of that avatar. So stop believing your own bullshit. It's not yours to believe. You are whoever you want to be moving forward from this point on. You can be anything you want. Why not you? Because you are just an expression of all that all is all. You are an expression of that which created the Grand Canyon. You are an expression of that which created the stars and the sky. You are infinite. And so you can be whatever it is you want to be. You can turn the page whenever you want. You can grab the pen and start writing your own story today. Nothing is holding you back except for the imposter syndrome, which is the bullshit, which is the lie that you have assigned to yourself. And none of it matters. The hardest part is to step into your new shoes and let everyone catch up around you because they'll most likely treat you the way that you were yesterday. But that's not your problem. Stop believing your bullshit. Step into the life that you want. You're allowed to. Thanks so much for being here with me this week. If you haven't picked up a copy of my book, Mindset Mastermind, 10 Steps to Change Your Life Forever, click in the show notes or in any of my social media sites. There's a link in my bio. It's available on amazon.com, most likely everywhere in the world. There's just a few places that it's not available. If you're interested in a signed copy, I'd be happy to send you one. Just reach out to me at meredithwillits at gmail.com. I'd be happy to send you a signed uh, copy. I'll pay for the shipping, but otherwise I will see you here next week. Hope you all have a happy Native America day. I think I'm saying that right. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, give thanks for the family and friends around you. We are so blessed to just be on this side of the earth, otherwise known as still alive. And so I hope to see you here next week. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. If you would like to connect on a more personal level, head over to MeredithWillets.com or on Instagram at Meredith with a Y for behind the scene footage and outtakes. Please subscribe and come back each week for more Meredith with a Y. Thanks again for listening. Cheers.